It doesn't matter what you've gone through. Doesn't matter where you come from. Doesn't matter what you're going through. What matters is your mission. And that is the quote of the day. Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We have another unforgettable story for you today. This one's from Dr. John Demartini. It's about life. It's about finding your mission. And there's also a business tip in there that you will never, ever forget. Here's Dr. Demartini. Larry, who just introduced me, I've known for about 30, 31 years. And uh, he asked me to speak at uh, his own programs many years ago. And I'm very grateful for that. And I'm gonna share a story of what happened at his program that'll apply to what I, my message is today. I was in New York speaking at his conference at a Marks and Management program that he was providing. He had about 400 well-dressed doctors and staff in a room. It was first class. And I was the guest speaker, so I was finally led up and introduced and started speaking. About 45 minutes into my first session, which is about an hour and a half, way in the back of the room, I saw a gentleman come in late. Everybody else was prompt. This gentleman came in late and he had a lime green suit on. Everybody else had black and blue suits and gray suits, and this gentleman came in a lime green suit. Looked like something from the, maybe the 70s. He sat way in the back, and I was speaking, and I noticed him. I couldn't help but see him, because he just stood out. And I was talking about prioritizing what you do in your practice. As long as you do low-priority things, you'll have a low-priority practice. You have to make a list of everything you do in your practice and look at how much it is meaningful, how much it produces, how much it serves. Then create a column on how much does it cost to replace somebody to do that for you and how much time is spent. It's wise to prioritize what you do and identify the most important thing you can do as a chiropractor and make sure you delegate low priority things or lower priority things to other people so you can surround yourself with people who are inspired to do the things that are necessary and essential, but not by you. Because as long as you do low priority actions and do the XYZs and not the ABCs, you will lower your self-worth and net worth and you will literally let the universe know that you don't have order yet and it draws less patience to you. You have to prioritize and live by the ABCs if you want to grow self-worth and, and outreach. And I was talking about how important it is to your number one focus is the mission of sharing your mission and your message and your vision with people. And that is then locating and adjusting subluxations on people and caring about humanity. And I shared some stories about 
some cases in my practice that were heart opening. Some of you have heard those stories before. From the boy who was in a coma that came out of a coma to the boy who was blind that could see, etc. And then I had a break. And when I finished at the break, I came back up on stage. That gentleman in the lime green was sitting in the front row. Now he stood out. He's right in front of me. And as I was speaking on the next hour and 15 minutes, he's leaning over and he's crying. Because I told him that you never want to forget the moment you were called into the profession, the moment you were awakened and tapped on the shoulder by your mission and accessed that mission. Because those without a mission, those without a vision, those without a, a message, they perish. And somehow what I said to him made him cry. And here he was crying. His eyes were tearing. His nose was dripping. He was just leaning over. And when I finished my session, he came up to me and put his arms around me and cried on my shoulder, just snotted all over it. <laughs> Tall guy. And then he walked off sort of in a daze. Well, that was a Thursday when I spoke. I went on Friday to go to another city and I spoke on the weekend somewhere else. And on Monday, I was back in my practice. And about five o'clock on Monday, I get a call. Well, first I get my assistant came up and said, there's a doctor on the phone. He really insists on chatting with you. And I said, okay, well, who is it? And he said his name. I said, well, I don't remember his name, but I get on the phone with him. And he says, Dr. Martini, you may or may not remember me, but I met you last Thursday. He says, I was the gentleman that came up to you after you did your speech and I gave you a big hug with tears in my eyes. And I went, yeah, I remember you. <laughs> he said, thank you. I said, what happened? He said, just thank you. Your speech got to me. You see, Dr. DiMartini, I graduated from chiropractic college 10 years ago. And when I graduated, I always thought doctors that went to seminars, if they had to go to seminars, they weren't very good. I thought if I, if I, uh, if I was good at what I do, people would just come and, and find me. Well, I went out into practice, and Dr. DiMartini, I have floundered for a decade. I've struggled for a decade. My wife is a teacher. If it wasn't for her teaching income, I wouldn't be in practice. The most I've ever seen is 18 patients. I average nine a day. Last week, I was really having a rough time. And I was thinking that I would be better off for my family dead with an insurance policy than continuing the way it's going. I was considering taking my life. I happened to talk to a couple buddies, and they said, instead of taking your friggin' life, why don't you go learn how to be a chiropractor and go to a seminar and learn how to 
grow your practice. He says, I've never been willing to do that, but when I hit bottom, I decided it's time I better do that before I take my life. So I heard about this seminar that Larry Markson was putting on. And I had this preconceived idea about seminars. And I drove for almost six and a half to seven hours to get to that seminar from where I live. I was driving in the same car that I graduated from chiropractic college in because I haven't been able to afford a new car. When I pulled up in the parking lot, I was so embarrassed. I saw people I even graduated with. I was so embarrassed that I didn't, I pulled way out in the back of the parking lot away from everybody while they were all going in. I sat in my parking lot and I ducked down low so nobody could see me. And I looked over the steering wheel until everybody was in. And it took me almost a half hour to gain the courage to walk in there. But I thought, if I don't go in there, I'm gonna kill myself. So I finally got in there and I walked in. And I came in the back of the room and I told him I remember when he came in. And I had a preconceived idea about these people speaking at these seminars. And there you were, this fast-speaking, wiry, skinny guy talking about the cosmic AT&T system and about if you're clear on your mission, you're going to draw patience to you. And I thought, this guy's nuts. <laughs> and I was just about to walk out. And you said that I didn't choose chiropractic. It chose me. And never forget the moment you were chosen. And you had me. And that moment, I wanted to go and listen to what you had to say. And so at the break, I came running to the front and grabbed a seat at the front. I just felt like you were talking to me. Nobody else was in the room that day. Well, Dr. Martini, you got to me. Because when I left that room, I got in my car, you told me that if my innermost dominant thought was my patience, their innermost dominant thought would be my practice. And if I don't think about them, I don't bring about them. And you told me to, if whatever you number of patients you can rattle off the top of your head is the number of patients you'll average in a day. And if you can't think about them, if you don't know their names, you don't know their families, you don't know their children, you don't know their subluxations, you don't know what's going on in their life, you're not really caring about them. Because if you care about them, they're at the tip of your mind. So all the way back, I sat there and I tried to remember every patient I've ever served since I opened in 10 years. And I wrote them down on a piece of paper as I was driving. And I was just thinking in my mind, I just can't wait to go back and serve these people. I want to put my hands and my heart and my mind on it, like you said. I have not felt that way since I first started chiropractic college. I wanted to go back to that practice. You said that if you don't have order and organization, your patients go somewhere else. They automatically circulate like money. It circulates from those who value at least to those who value at most. There, wherever there's least order to that which is most order, people go wherever they're not appreciated, wherever there's least order, and they go from there to the place where it's most organized. 
So I went back to my office. I did not go home. Up until that day, I did not feel I deserved my wife. But on that drive home, I felt I was going to make a difference. I felt renewed. I went to my office. I didn't go home. I went to my office and I cleaned my entire office. I got patient files ready. I got prepared for patients. I started memorizing patients' names. I started thinking about them. I started seeing in my mind's eye every detail. Like you said, you said that if you can see from the time they call to the time they refer, and you can see every detail, any detail you leave out is the obstacle you face. You said, if you can see it all, you can manifest it all. I sat and I visualized that and sat in my office and cleaned it and visualized patients there and everything was gonna say, everything that they were gonna say, how is it gonna respond? I got prepared. I've never done that in my practice. I was so inspired that when I got home, I hugged my wife. I felt that I deserved her. Well, Dr. Martini, I was in my office today. I saw 52 patients. People that were not scheduled showed up. People that were not referred, referred. People walking came by. People I hadn't seen in all this time, the people I thought about on the drive here showed up. This cosmic AT&T system is real. So thank you for giving my, my life back. Thank you for reawakening my mission and vision and message of chiropractic, because right now, nothing's going to stop me now. I now know what's possible. We got to give ourselves permission to do something extraordinary on planet Earth. Well, he inspired me as much as I think I inspired him. So it doesn't matter what you've gone through, doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter what you're going through, what matters is your mission. And if you haven't gotten clear on that mission, I'd get on your knees and I would sit there in humbleness. And I would say, dear divine order, divine intelligence, innate intelligence, universal intelligence, guide me, direct me. Let's get on track and on target and on tune with what my mission is. All right, that was Dr. John Demartini. His website is drdemartini.com. Today's talk is on YouTube. Just look up John Demartini, expanding your chiropractic mission and watching your practice explode. Also, head on over to my website, seancroxton.com. You can pick up my free ebook. It's called The Money Mind Reset, Five Steps to Changing Your Relationship with Money. I will see you tomorrow for another edition of the Quote of the Day Show. I'm out. Peace.